Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and only ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> boys and girls, too. <laughs> but uh, hey, you got to pose in a matrix here. It's uh, Thursday night. It's what is it? The 22nd of September already, and it is 7.01 p.m. Um, got uh, Brian, Brian over here. Got Dave. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you're at. That's right. That's right. So um, anyway, uh, Brian, it's great to have you again. Yeah, great uh, wh- to be why back. Don't, why, don't, why don't we start out by telling people what you're up to with uh, YouTube? Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't expecting it this quick. Um, hold on a second. Turn up the volume. Sure. Yeah, I I started a YouTube channel three days ago. Um, we're still working on the name, but it's called uh, Last Days. I haven't I haven't changed it yet. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's a little different format. It's um, maybe 20 to 30 minutes max on the videos. Maybe once in a while I'll do a live one, but I try to keep them to 20 to 30 minutes just because I know people are in a hurry. It's in the middle of the day. People are working. Right. And uh, well, depending where they live, they might be in bed. So mm-hmm. um, I uh, on, the, on the podcast, I talk about specific talk uh topics relating to uh, the last days in times. Uh, not always. Uh, I did one on the rapture, my first one, and my second one was on eternal security. Once saved, always saved. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do other videos. Um, I'm going to do one about demons. Can a believer have a demon in them? And if they do, what does that mean and how do you deal with that? So those right. are some of the subjects. It's not going to be a much about COVID and politics, maybe a little bit in there, but mostly about um, different the, uh, different doctrines and the scriptures. And uh-huh. and I, I God put it on my heart to do this uh, because there's so many um, bad teachings out there um, that um, that are just wrong. And right. one of them is replacement theology. I mm-hmm. heard a guy who has a podcast. Channels got thousands of uh, subscribers. Talks about that uh, Israel's been replaced by the church, and so all the scriptures for Israel in the Old and New Testament uh, are just for the church now. And that's mm-hmm. so false teaching. That's wrong. That's that's totally wrong. And and uh, I I can see that right now. I could go into that one, but it's not. This is not the place for it. So we're going to be talking about things like that, and then um, also. Current events, some current events like earthquakes, pestilences, and why are they happening so much, and mm-hmm. and uh, what's going on. And I know there's a lot of podcasts and a lot of channels out there that talk about this, and some of them are really, really good, but some aren't so good. Right. And they twist things around to, I think, get more uh, subscribers and listeners. And I'm just going to say what it is and what my view and what the scripture says that I think it says, and. And right. there'll be people out there who would disagree, but my main focus is um, that if I can help one person, just one, um, have a better day, right? Uh, have a better, uh, maybe they have, uh, they have a view of themselves that's not healthy, or they are just, uh, you know, depressed all the time, or they just need to hear a good word, right? And to be encouraged basically. And mm-hmm. so that's my goal of this is to encourage people through the scriptures 
I don't want it to be a teaching time, like where you go, like there's three points and there's, you know, an overview and all this. No, it's going to be short and sweet, maybe 30 minutes max if I have the right. time. Uh-huh. And it's just going to be, I want it to be encouraging and inform people and, and uplift people, especially because the times we're living in and there's so much stuff out there. And uh, on Posing the Matrix, folks, what we do, we go in more in-depth into the current events, right. into the COVID, which we're going to speak about tonight. Uh-huh. So uh, Posing the Matrix, we're going to go a lot deeper uh, into things like that. I'm going to try to not go as deep uh, during the day. I want to focus more on on believers that are out there, Christians that are out there having a hard time in this world, and right. they're just discouraged. And I want to encourage them and show them through Scripture that, the things that are happening in the world were foretold uh, thousands of years ago by the prophets and by the by Yeshua himself uh, mm-hmm. in Matthew 24. So that's what my focus is going to be more on. Um, and uh, I just pray that uh, if God blesses one person with it and encourages them for that one day, I'm happy. Good deal. You know? So, and uh-huh. thanks for letting me, Dave, for uh, bringing this up. Uh, thank you. Well, we'll bring it up quite often, actually, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, because we're, we're we're brothers in this ministries brother. Our we our ministries are brothers to one another. Yeah, you know, so we might as well share. You know, right. Anyway, <laughs> no, it's great. I, yeah, I really appreciate it a lot. And oh, it's called Last Days. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Last Days. And uh, folks, if you have any ideas on a name, I I think that name is okay. But Dave and I have been talking today, and I was thinking of something else. I had to do that real quick. When I did this, it was like spur of the moment. I was at lunch. I was uh-huh. tired. And my first videos, you can tell I'm tired. And I had to think of a name real quick because YouTube wanted me to have a name. And so that's what I thought of. So, but I'm thinking I uh, may be changing the name later. If folks out there uh, go to my website last days or on the, ma- uh, on the Posing the Matrix, and if you have any ideas, send them to us. Yeah. Let me put sure. them in the comment section. Uh-huh. This is still a new, brand new ministry, just starting out. I'm probably going to do one tomorrow at lunch. Haven't mm-hmm. decided what it is, and that's another thing. I'm going to try to do them when the Lord prompts me to do them. Right. So what I, I don't want to just do them to fill up time. I want the Lord to speak through, um, through last days and into people. Uh-huh. So I want it to be the Lord. So I'm going to wait for Him to prompt me to do that. Nice. Hey, so, if you get a chance, you should do a show on the NAR. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was talking to my sister today and she was asking me about some doctrines that she's been reading about. And, um, so there's a hunger and a thirst for people to know about these things. Cause these false prophets and false teachers and stuff, they, um, they creep on to, to websites and stuff. And, you know, you, you start searching on the internet and yeah. pretty soon you're finding these things and, and they're coming out with these strange ideas that have a little bit of truth to them. Yeah, you know, right. but like rat poison, it's ninety nine percent good food and one percent bad food, you know, and it's that bad food that kills. <laughs> so, right, yeah, yeah. that's right. So, and what, one more thing, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a Bible teacher. I haven't been to Bible college, but I've been a believer for forty eight years. I've studied the Bible almost the whole time on my own. Right. So I'm giving my opinion on what Scripture is in this, mm-hmm. and what I believe the Lord is showing me. So right. I just make that right up front. Um, I don't claim to be a prophet or a great teacher. I just want to get uh, what I think 
the scripture is saying and how it relates to us today. Right. Well, Brian, you have a pastor's heart, you know, and that's, that's the important thing. And a pastor takes care of the sheep because the pastor yeah. is a shepherd yeah. and, and you're a good sure. shepherd. So you'll, you'll be helping a lot of people. I'm sure. Uh, thanks Dave. I appreciate well, that. It's the truth. Wow. It really is. So folks, tonight we're going to talk about um, the COVID and that the title of the show is, is COVID over or what? <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden it just disappeared, <laughs> you know, and, it did. Uh, but you know, Brian, before we start on that, uh, there was a, uh, an article uh, in a local uh, newspaper here, and I don't remember which one it was. It was out of Eugene. And um, they were talking about how two um, uh, pediatric patients came down with the monkeypox. And if you understand who um, – i got to look this guy's name up real quick here. The uh, There's a guy named uh, Dean – Seidlinger, he's a doctor, and he's the uh, health officer for and state epidemiologist for the Oregon Health Authority. And the guy is a um, very uh, ardent homosexual. And, you know, everybody's welcome to live the lifestyle they want to live. You know, I, I, would, I don't like it when they try to force things on people. But um, for somebody that practices unsafe sex... You know, to be the health officer for Oregon, it's kind of um, an oxymoron, so to speak, you know. But when he was talking or when they were they were writing about him today, he was talking about every way that he says that you can get monkeypox, you know, skin-to-skin uh, -skin contact, uh, open lesions, and stuff like yeah. that. When it is proven that 99% of the people that get it, if not more than 99%, are homosexuals and they get it from unsafe sex practices. <laughs> so, you know, he, he was going out of his way. He, he he mentioned one little blurb about, you know, it's going through the homosexual community. But it just kind of upset me a little bit. It bothered me that he, he went and said that all these other ways you can get it, but he didn't mention that these two kids got it. And, you know, granted, they could have gotten it a certain other way, but most of the kids that are getting it are getting it because they live with pedophiles. And why it's not being looked into and why the kids aren't being yanked out of the house until they find out exactly why uh, they came down or exactly how they came down with, with monkeypox when it's spread through sexual activity, you know. Um, but then we live in, in Oregon, or I do, and it's a corrupt state, and, you know, it's um, – it's a very worldly state, so. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, anyway, it just kind of freaked me out, and I'm like, you know, when Brian and I get on tonight, I'm going to talk about this a little bit because it's it's really on my heart, you know. You know, if people, if adults want to do what they want to do and they keep it quiet and just do it, you know, you can't you can't fault sinners for being sinners because they're sinners, right? Okay? And we all were before we came to faith in Yeshua. Uh, but when they start messing with kids, that's what really bothers me, you know. And um, I don't know what's going to happen in, in this case, but uh, seeing that they're from Portland area and and the homosexual community is so uh, alive, I should say, and, and up in Portland, so uh, thriving, I should say, is a good word, um, and that these kids come down with it, it's highly suspicious that, you know, 
maybe they're being used in a way that children should not be used. And um, so I don't know what the answer is. Um, calling somebody about it and complaining about it and getting somebody to look into it is, you know, you'd probably get lip service. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll look into it. But I seriously doubt that it'll happen because it's that lifestyle is in ensconced so high in government here in Oregon. So, yeah, uh, and probably California and Washington, too, wouldn't yeah, surprise totally, me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, folks, if, if you see that, if you see kids starting to come down with it, um, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know what to do. Maybe, maybe call social services and say, you know, can you just investigate, you know, is, is, um, are these children getting it because they're being used in a way that children shouldn't be used? Um, or what, you know, and it could be contacts, getting contact, but I, I, I highly doubt it. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I have too. I mean, yeah. Well, this this whole thing is, I think, is going to be the replacement for COVID because we're asking the question tonight, right, Brian? Is COVID over or what? And why are we asking that question, Brian? We were talking about that earlier, and you seem to be pretty versed in it. Mm-hmm. Well, your fearless leader, Biden. Um, you know, as I said, your your fearless leader, Biden. my fearless leader is Trump. <laughs> <laughs> The commandant, commandant Biden of Starlock, remember uh, Hogan's Heroes? Starlock uh, 13? Yeah, Starlock 13. <laughs> That's what the United States is now. Yeah. Um, right. Under Biden. Uh-huh. Um, he had an interview, and he's walking through a, a Ford motor plant, I think, or a car uh, manufacturing plant. And mm-hmm. so we, I think the interview asked him, um, so what's going on with COVID? I mean, I'm paraphrasing a lot here. And he says, well, COVID's over. Well, we have more work to do, but it's over. Uh-huh. And, the guys, and then, and then the, the, I think it was that night or the next day, the White House, his handlers, uh, came out and said, no, no, it's not over. And they have to backtrack because um, Congress has passed, I don't know when it was, a month or so ago, billions of dollars for COVID relief. Mm-hmm. I mean, hundreds of billions of dollars. And then he says COVID's over. I think it was a slip. I don't think uh-huh. they wanted him to say that because – we just gave him hundreds of billions of dollars for COVID that is over. Yeah, right. You know? Huh. Yeah. yeah I, won- I wonder if, um, <laughs> yeah, it, w- it probably was a slip. Yeah. But uh, I wonder if it's to treat COVID in this country or in Ukraine. You know? Yeah, it you seems mean, like- mean treat oh. Ukraine, Ukraine with, uh, with ammo and uh, surface-to-air missiles and things like that, that kind of treatment? Yeah, or either that yeah. or maybe monkeypox or not monkeypox. I got monkeypox on the brain. Uh, maybe yeah. COVID is, is rampant over in um, in Ukraine, and we're going to help them get over that too. Yeah. You know? It seems like COVID's rampant where everybody is vaccinated. Or is it just me? Isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah. it is the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's basically, you know, I, I've known people or I know people that have had the shot, and they're some of the sickest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, you know, and it's they've come down with COVID two or three times, even after having this shot. And you know, you uh, don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that that shot is has killed their immune system, so that when something comes around, bam, they got it. You know. Yeah, I know. And, and also, folks, if if God forbid, if you're thinking of getting the uh, flu shot this year, the flu shot this year, from my understanding, the best the best of my understanding is that it's going to be an mRNA shot, the same technology, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah, same I heard technology the same that made the COVID vaccine, and it's killing people. So, don't get it, please. Unless, well, I can't. Let me let me backtrack. If I were you, I wouldn't get it. Okay. Now you yeah. people out there, you're, you're you got the freedom to do whatever you want to do. But personally, I, I just dodged. We just dodged the bullet with the vaccine, right? For COVID, right, Brian? Mm-hmm. And then this is kind of like a sneak attack, you know. It's a, 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 a shot that many people have gotten every year for a lot of their lives, and now now they're going to sneak the mRNA stuff in on that. So just be careful, folks. Okay, please. So yeah. So billions of dollars to this, huh, Brian? Yeah, hundreds of billions and. In- I did a little research the last couple of days um, for this show, and can I read a couple of articles here, really quick? Oh yeah, please. Yeah, um, I found them in Mad Magazine. The articles, no. <laughs> and you guys probably don't. Even, you might want to. The audience probably doesn't even know what that is. Um, some baby boomers would know what that is. Yeah, I bet you you get more accurate information out of Mad Magazine than you do <laughs> yeah. regular newspapers. <laughs> So there's some articles. Um, I, there's one I'm gonna I, I want to read two or three, and at the end I, I want to. There's one I'm gonna read that you might already know this, but it's pretty shocking. Um, uh, okay, let me. So I want to just make sure I get the right articles. Okay, the one I talked to you about today was um, pro pro jab drag queen. Drops dead mid-performance. Doc cites cardiovascular issues. So a drag queen who was vaccinated just dropped dead in the middle of her, his or her show, however you want to mm-hmm. pronoun that. Right there. <laughs> so, and it's yeah. interesting because, as you know, and the audience knows this, a lot of young athletes are just dropping dead. High school athletes, even junior high kids, professional athletes are just mm-hmm. – dropping dead for no reason, like hundreds of them in the last right. six months. Um, it's happening so much so that there's like, they're starting to question like what's going on here. Um, and then um, this other article that um, I'm not sure I want to read this one. Uh, it says crushing evidence confirms global enemies of humankind are engaging in an international criminals conspiracy to carry out genocide while violating the Newburgh Code. So what is that genocide? The genocide in this article they're talking about is the COVID vaccine. Right. It's the COVID vaccine is what's going on. And uh, it says the medical establishment, big pharma, and medical academia, yes, that includes uh, Lancet no longer have a shred of credibility after this clown show all the while they've been lying to us. So they've been lying to us about the COVID shots, about the vaccine. The COVID, just the COVID disease is a lie. And then right. not enough people died during the COVID disease. If you go back, people were getting getting tested positive, but nobody was dying. Nobody really started dying until the vaccines came out. And then it went, right. ex- it went up exponentially. 
It went from mm-hmm. in just a few thousand dying to hundreds of thousands dying in a matter of just a few months. That's from the vaccine. And right. most of the people that died within the 30 days were people elderly that died within three, with one day to 30 days from the first vaccine killed those people. And then it went up exponentially. If you got the second shot, the third shot, the mortality rate just skyrocketed. And a lot of you guys know that. It's just maybe a refresher here. And then um, uh, let's see. Okay, here. And I have one more after this. 30 years, 30 years of secret official transcripts show the UK government experts cover up vaccine hazards. So a 2012 article published by Child Health Safety has resurfaced. The article detailed a paper published by a, a courageous doctor and investigative medical researcher. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce the name. It's too hard who dug up the dirt on 30 years of secret official transcripts of meetings of UK government vaccine committees and the supposedly independent medical experts sitting on them with their drug industry connections. So the UK, for 30 years, and this is going to lead to my last article, mm-hmm. covered up side effects, not just from COVID, but from other vaccines way before COVID. Right. Uh, the flu vaccines we were talking about, um, polio. Remember, Dave, um, growing up, I, it was in the, how old was I? I don't remember. I had to get the polio shot. We were in grade school. I remember that. Right. It was like first grade then, or something. I think the polio shot came out in 1960 or 61. It took mm-hmm. years to create it. And most of the baby boomers, not all of them, have a mark on their shoulder from the polio shot, like a round circle because it was like. Actually, Brian, I think that's from uh, smallpox. Smallpox? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the polio, okay, but... No. Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. The polio was usually given by mouth to us anyway. Well, there's an article here about the polio uh-huh. that says um, it... Let me back. Let me stop here for a minute. Sure. Cancer didn't really start hitting the United States until the 40s, like like a high cancer rate. Right. Brain tumors, breast cancer, lymphoma. All that, I did some little research. It didn't really start taking off in America until the 40s, cancer. Now, it seems like everybody's getting cancer. Mm-hmm. And even before COVID, there was a high cancer rate. My dad died of a brain tumor. My brother Steve died of a brain tumor. My sister had lymphoma. And so just, it's like, it's just rampant. And I'm thinking, this is awful weird. And this is before COVID, before the mRNA vaccines. Right. So, uh, let's see here. Hold on. One last article. So, this was sent to me. Uh, it's an article. Uh, Rents.com. R-E-N-S-E.com. Bill, oh, yeah, Gates, Bill Gates and the SV40 cancer-causing virus. And it goes into great detail. It's a long article. But basically what happened was in 1961, the SV40 was discovered by Dr. Bernie Eddy of the National Institute of Health Division, a biological, when, the, when uh, she took the material used to grow polio vaccines and injected into hamsters, huh. tumors grew in the hamsters. Her discovery was subsequently 
validated by Dr. Markel, Marcus Hillman, and he gives another doctor. Right. Children being fed sugar cubes with the oral polio vaccine in 1961. Uh-huh, I remember Upon that. Upon the discovery that the SV40 was an animal carcinogen that had found its way into the polio vaccine, a new federal law was passed in 1961 that required that no vaccine contain this virus. However, mm-hmm. this law did not require the SV40 contaminated vaccines to be thrown away or that the contaminated seed material used to make all the polio vaccines for the next four decades be discarded. As a result, right. known SV40 contaminated vaccines were injected into children up till 1963. In addition, it had been alleged that there had been SV40 contaminated batches of oral polio vaccinated administered to some children until the end of the 1990s. Wow. So, so and I got to go on. It's just um, the, the chief, if not the sole cause of monstrous increase in cancer has been vaccination. Mm-hmm. So this stuff that was in the polio was given to children up into the 1990s. It was given to us. And so this, to me, explains the high cancer rate before COVID. After COVID, the cancer is really growing now because COVID is causing cancer now. Sure. And I believe it's causing the, the monkeypox, too, and everything else you can think about. But they've been poisoning us since 1961, and they knew this, but they didn't discard it. And they didn't stop making it. They didn't stop giving it. And they gave it to kids in sugar cubes. So this, what's happened with COVID in 2020, of March 15th of 2020, is nothing new. Right. This has been going on since 1960s. So huh. it's just it's just another another indicator, another sign that the Great Reset has been going on since 1960, after World War II. Uh, After World War II, there was the baby boomers. There was a huge housing boom in the 40s and late 50s. A lot of the track houses that America has now were born and were built during the 50s and 60s, these massive tracks, thousands of homes. America started booming, and I think the elitists were like, you know what? We don't want baby boom. We want a decline. So they, in my opinion, they decided in 1960s, let's use this polio, let's give it to the kids all the way up into the 90s, and let's start slowing the birth rate down. Let's start Mm -hmm. causing defects. Let's start causing cancer. So if they they do have kids, they're gonna that generation that got this is gonna have a high cancer rate. Right. And I I remember as a kid, they used to blame it on, uh, uh, and it probably is true, partially um, uh, cans with lead in them. Remember, uh, you remember that, Dave? Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like the fruit cans, food cans, everything that was canned was lead lined. I think they were soldered with lead. Yeah, yeah, soldered with lead and yeah. lead pipes in the homes, you know. Uh-huh. And so, um, these experts know this; they knew it back then, mm-hmm. and we're just now finding out about it. But this whole COVID thing is nothing new. Uh, what they finally did, I think, in 2020, they said, I think this is my opinion, of course, we've got to, we've got to escalate. We've got to hurry this along. And I think that's what they did. 
I think they heard it along. They made this in a lab, the COVID vaccine, the COVID virus. And then um, I think the virus was just a way to get the vaccine out because right. that vaccine is really what was going to hurt people. Mm-hmm. And and now it's the monkeypox, and people aren't going to go along with the monkeypox because most people know it's it's transmitted by sexual activity, not right. casual contact. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I think what's going to happen, and they're already working on it. I think another virus is going to be coming out in the next few months. Yeah, uh, that's going to be associated with uh, Omicron or COVID, and it's going to be more deadly. And um, if things keep going along, I think they're going to in a release biological weapon to cause a lot more death than what the vaccines and COVID could do. Right. I, uh, you know, because like the fentanyl, they, you know, just a few fentanyl pills in the water system in a local water system could kill thousands of people. Yeah. Just fentanyl. Right. And the government knows that. Terrorists know that. Um, it's just uh, a ticking time bomb waiting to see what's going to come next. Mm-hmm. Um and in the 1960s, they've been doing this. And, uh, I mean, I have an article here. Uh, I'm going to read it real quick. Sure. That uh, I might have read this already. Let me check. Oh, that's not it. Um, that's not it. I don't know where it's at. Oh, I know where it's at. Hold on, Dave. Sorry. I that no, no, no. That's okay. Here it is. Art. This is on um, Telegram uh, from somebody else. Mm-hmm. U.S. doctor testifies under oath that mRNA injections are killing children. Two teenage boys die after injection, and the parents are horrified. He declares that all mRNA injections should stop immediately and be pulled from the market before children die. Mm -hmm. And this article's from uh, today. Right. That's amazing. And I think it's sent forward from the storm. That's where it's forwarded from, the storm. So, and so doctors are coming out now. Uh, um, Tucker tonight talked about it. And he talked about the myocarditis in children. And they act, I don't know if they have it up in Oregon, Dave, but they have a commercial down here this partially animated, partially real, and shows a young girl talking about, yeah, I, my stomach started hurting, and my mom took me to the hospital, and I had something called myocarditis. It's in the swelling of the heart. But after being treated and given some medication, I was all better, and now I can do my dreams again and become who oh, I'm supposed to be. Yeah, right. And, and it's, I, I was like, they're yeah. making myocarditis in children normal. Like, yeah. Oh, they're going to get the chicken pox. Oh, they have myocarditis. Yeah, myocarditis. Mm-hmm. And so they're making it normal, knowingly, right. knowing that they did this on purpose through the vaccine. Uh huh. And you know what right. else? You know what else enlarges the heart? And it's banned everywhere in the world, supposedly? Steroids. That's right. Steroids increases the blood flow, increases the veins and the arteries. It makes the heart bigger, the lungs bigger, and it kills you. Um, there was a famous football player from the L.A. Raiders, a long uh, Oakland Raiders years ago, Kyle. Um, what was his name? He was a huge guy, six 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 eight. I remember his. I don't remember his uh, position. Lyle Lyle Isaido, I think was his name. 
And he died from steroid use. And he ended up getting cancer and died a horrible death. And I'm bringing up steroids because this vaccine's doing the same thing that steroids does. Mm-hmm. But steroids is banned. You can't use it. When you, 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 it's banned from the Olympics and all professional sports. Yeah. But yet we're giving, we're pushing vaccines even on our TV this morning locally. Oh, be a good parent. Save your child. Give them the, give them the vaccine. Stop the spread. And it's enlarging their heart. And, and again, if COVID's over, why, why the big deal about the vaccines? I know. You know, it's a, it's an oxymoron. It's just exactly it's over, but get the shot. It's over, but it could come back. It's over, but we could lock you down again. And I got a feeling if they try to lock people down again with COVID, it's not going to go over very oh, well. There's going to be a revolt like you've never seen. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. You know, Brian, there's an interesting thing. I made a correlation while you're, I'm sorry. I cut you off again. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, 1960, 1961 is when they started doing this. Um, yeah. Back um, before the, uh, at the end of World War II, we had something that was kind of like the CIA. It was called the OSS. Um, and that was our spy agency, basically. Um, and then at the end of World War II, they found all these Nazis that had all this technology in their heads, you know, and 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 also they had the, the, the rockets and everything else, but now, some of them were doctors, and they brought them over, and they, they formed a CIA out of these people, all these people. And um, it was called Project Paperclip. We've talked about this before, I know. But um, so anyway, it's funny how uh, the United States had a kind of a form of ethics and values before 1945 and to some extent during 1945. But after 1945, when the CIA is, and all of a sudden, this, we're finding out this stuff happened. Uh, experiments with LSD, um, spraying chemicals over cities to see what it does, um, spraying subway tunnels to see how it affects people, you know. And um, and that comes from the, the lack of ethics that the, the Nazis had back in Germany. My goodness, you look at the things that Mendela read some stuff of what Mendela did. My goodness, you'll you'll be shocked. You really will. Um, I'm not gonna go into it here, but he he was an evil, evil man, and so were the doctors that worked under him. And and some of the technology like we have like a barometric chambers <laughs> we got mm-hmm. from the Nazis because what they used to do is they would use a barometric chamber the opposite way and take the air out and see how long it took people to die. You know, so um, a lot of our medical technology, um, why we took leaps and bounds in the 50s and 60s, is because of what they invented over in Nazi Germany back in the 40s and maybe even before that. So um, anyway, uh, somebody made the uh, the comment one time that uh, in Scripture when the, um, when the Israelis or the Israelites uh, used to uh, go into some villages – God told them, don't take any spoils, um, kill every man, woman, and child. And I think that was because there was Nephilim in those in their bloodlines, okay? but mm-hmm. um, And every animal, too, and take nothing out of the city. And when they did, God had a hard time with that and punished the Israelites for doing that until they repented. Um, in the same way with World War II, you know, yes, we, we probably needed the technology or to know about it. Um, otherwise, the Russians would have been nuking us. <laughs> 
you know, instead of us getting the bomb first and then a lot of other things too. But um, I wonder how smart it was to bring those scientists over and those politicians from Nazi Germany to, to change our whole society. Um, so uh, anyway, um, you know, uh, one thing that, I found it – well, uh, sorry, Brian, are we still on this subject or are we changing? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was watching the Stu Peters show the other day. You ever watch him, Brian? Yeah, all the time. Oh, good. man, excellent show. And and I like to plug him because sometimes I borrow stuff from him, you know. And Yeah, uh, he's so, good. Yes, he's incredible. And uh, he had a doctor on there. Actually, the guy wasn't a doctor. He was an electronics um, – Oh, like an electronic engineer. And what he's been doing is he's been looking at um, samples of the, the the COVID vaccines. And he puts them under a microscope. And then he puts a router with 4G or 5G next to it. And he watches these things assemble into circuit boards. They're actually becoming circuit boards into people's bloodstreams. And that's freaky. Wow. That is scary. Yeah, and then wow. when he turns when he turns it off, get away from the five G and four G, the things just go back, and you can't even see them anymore. You know, and he mm-hmm. shows slides, you know, real slides and a video of this, and and um, mm-hmm. so there is a correlation between five G, especially five G, yeah. and uh, and and COVID vaccines or, or COVID in general. You know, and because um, I remember when when this start started really getting. Um, when the the vac or the virus really started infecting people before the vaccine was really um, available, um, in states like um, New York and in, in the metropolitan area, Boston, um, over here in uh, Seattle, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, every place that had 5G had higher death rates from COVID than than the rest of the country. So. That you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that that five G somehow interacts with people and causes them to die. So, um, anyway, I, I thought that was was quite interesting and um, That's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's again, they found a way to try to to cull the human race or the human race in in North America anyway, and probably in Europe because five G is I think took off way off before it did here over in Europe. I know Starlink mm-hmm. did. And um, so that's and, – and these people today, you know, I, I will not have 5G in this house I, for other reasons. I never took the shot, but I did have COVID a couple times. But um, I don't seem to be affected too bad by the 4G that's in this house. But uh, we will not have 5G here ever. Because it's uh, it's technology. There's there are different kinds of five Gs, okay, and um, the particular kind that takes people out is the um, the ultra fast five um, G that uh, are mainly in the cities right now. I know with Verizon here in Oregon, the only place you can get it is Portland, and um, which I'm thankful for. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you know, I but there's towers. You know, we live in the hills here, and there's towers all around. You can't see them, but they're there. And and they're broadcasting 5G because some of them are from T-Mobile, and T-Mobile's really taken off with 5G. Um, so, you know, that's that's really the next health crisis um, put together with the vaccines and everything else. But on me, it's it's going to be crazy. 
you know, and, 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 you know, I got to share something with you, Brian, um, mm-hmm. and, and audience, um, there, if you have Facebook, I, you know, you're going, Oh, he has Facebook, <laughs> you know, you know, he's, <laughs> so but anyway, there's a group on Facebook called open your eyes died suddenly or unexpectedly eyes wide open is the name of the site. Okay. It's a group in Facebook and it lists ad nausea, all these people that died, uh, you know, we're talking about a 32-year-old runner died unexpectedly. Store janitor's body found in South Carolina mall bathroom four days after he died. Um, and all these people have had the, the COVID shot. Um, respected DJ dies at age 33. Um, let's see. I, I mean, I'm not going to go into a lot of them. Uh, Saskatchewan woman allegedly dies allegedly right after the COVID shot. Um People passing out. Oh, here's the one about the um, the transvestite, um, the drag queen, Philly drag queen. Her name was Valencia Prime. Yeah. Uh, she was 25. She collapses and dies while on stage. Um, it's, it's, I mean, I just have to scroll a little bit. Every time I hit the scroll wheel, I come upon somebody else. And, yeah. And oh, these are all. Oh, there's thousands. Hundreds and, of thousands. Yeah, these are just the new. And this one ought to really make you feel safe when you're flying. Pilot of a Boeing aircraft suddenly dies during a flight from Novo Kurnitsk to St. Petersburg, Russia. Really? Okay. Imagine being on an airplane. Uh, <laughs> we've all seen the movie Airplane, right? Where yeah, right. The pilots all eat something tainted and then yeah. uh, take somebody on the plane to fly, fly a stupid plane. Um, so it's um, – I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I, I think about, yeah, should I go to Florida to see my mom? You know, and I'm like, well, if I take a plane, I'm really taking a chance that, you know, that we're going to go flying right into the ground or something, you know. And what about train engineers? They were all required to take it, you know. So I think the best bit is to drive. Yeah, um, it really is. Take about four or five days and drive there. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's yeah. anybody going anywhere. You know, because everybody's got yeah. to – in this country, it's – you know, it's funny. When, when our relatives uh, moved from Europe to the United States, for the most part, there was a big separation, and they forgot about each other. That's why everybody's really hot to get on 23andMe, on MyHeritage.com, Ancestry.com, you know, because they want to find their relatives over in Europe. However, in this country, you can move halfway across the country, and you keep in, you keep in touch with your relatives. At least nowadays mm-hmm. we do. Back in the 1800s, they probably didn't. Yeah. But, um, that much anyway. But um, so, you know, we got, you know, that's one of the things that people used to, you know, there's business flights, of course. But a lot of things is going to see relatives. And I bet you that's one of the, the main ones that has uh, put the kibosh on, um, on flying is people don't want to die. COVID didn't get them. <laughs> flying across country just might. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. But it, it's possible. It's very, very possible. So It's uh, a matter of time. Yeah. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. no danger in picking up the phone and calling. <laughs> That's what we've been doing. But anyway, so go ahead, Brian. I, I just – Oh, uh, no, no. I just um, – I'm just reminded. I saw – I don't have the article in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I read this or saw it on YouTube, but uh, – they're talking about maybe it's in Europe, but I think it's here too. Uh, dropping the COVID vaccine from airplanes over populated. 
Yeah, overpopulated areas. Uh-huh. And so if you're not vaccinated, you would be forced vaccinated by them dropping this. Right. And they're talking about doing it, really doing it. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, um, that's crazy. Think about that. I mean, forcing you to get vaccinated, dropping it on your body from the sky. Right. I, if I, you would have told me this 20 years ago or 10 years ago, the government would even be thinking about this. I'd say you're crazy. Uh-huh. But we're not crazy. It's the stuff that we used to think is conspiracy is happening every day now. It's not even cons- – they're actually talking about it publicly. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it has to be – somebody has to go in with a camera recorder and record them. They're mm-hmm. saying it on the news. Right. You know? So – you but, know, then they, they say they oh, say wear a mask. I'm, I did it again, right? No, no, no go ahead, go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. Um, but they say wear a mask, but now they're finding out that the masks have graphene oxide in them, and then they're, they're finding out that the little swabs have graphene oxide in them. Um, you know, so wearing a mask to protect you from that is is totally ludicrous because um, it's got the graphene in it, and. Yeah, you know, I've got enough health problems. I don't need that garbage in my body, you know. Oh, I know. It's just it's ludicrous what's going on. Um, it's just you know, it's like if the, the start of the show, you, the title is is COVID is COVID over, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I would say to anybody listening or watching, it's over if you want it over, right. It's over if you want it over, not if the government tells you it's over, because that's our problem, folks, is not everybody watching this, you guys are on, on top of it. You know, you're, you guys are you're in the know what's going on, um, but, but there's people that aren't. There's people that are just still just believing the government. But I tell you right now, if they, another pandemic comes out, that's, let's just say it's another COVID-related pandemic. Mm-hmm. Don't get vaccinated. Don't wear your mask and go to church and keep your business open. Right. That's the only way, I believe, until the Lord comes back, we can save our country is doing those things. Right. Because if you do those things enough in masses, they will back down. It's a right. bully. You come up against the bully, give him one good smack, he backs away. Exactly. Especially if the person giving the smack is determined, I'm not going to go down. You are. Uh-huh. And so we don't want our government to go completely down and out. We just want our government to let us live as free people because the government has its place. We have a military to protect us, you know, and, and, you know, earthquakes and hurricanes and things like that. We need them. We need them. We need law enforcement, too. But when right. they start telling us we can go to church or not go to church, but you can go get pot, but you can't go and you get to go to a liquor store, but you can't go to church. Right. You can't pray on the beach. You can't walk on the beach. Uh, some businesses are essential and some aren't. What a I thought about that essential. You're not essential. What a thing. Would you tell that to your child? You're not essential to me. Just stay in your right. room. Just stay in your house. Don't go to work. Your business is not essential. We don't need you. We'll call you when we want you. Right. That's what they told these businesses. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them listened. And I think now a lot of them are saying, you know what, I'm not doing that again. There yeah. are always some that are going to follow blindly. But most people who start businesses are are, are dreamers. 
they're entrepreneurs, they're people that have goals and dreams and they're self-motivated. And they're, they're most people who do businesses who start their business are that way. And right. I think if this ever goes back again, they're not going to, majority of them are not going to do that. I agree. You know, and, and, uh, it's COVID over. Like I said before, it's over. If you want it over, I'm not wearing a mask again. Mm-hmm. I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, right. okay, you're vaccinated. But don't get the booster shot. Every time you get another shot, you're just playing with a gun, which is a Russian roulette. Exactly. You know, if you've got one, if you got one shot, you're probably going to be okay and take care of yourself. You're probably going to be okay. The yeah. second shot, okay. Third shot and on, you're taking a chance. People, I know people have had four and five shots. Yeah. And I can't believe they're still walking around, but as we talked about in our videos a few weeks ago, was it two weeks ago? I, time's just flying by, Dave. Um, the clots in the blood are rubbery and white. Look, it looks like a silicone pulling out, out of their bloodstream. Exactly. Out of their blood, out of their veins. So COVID's over if you want it over. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's still, with all the people dying from COVID, and, and most of Europe now is banned vaccine, most right. of Europe. Um, they're still firing for people in New York and different places for not being vaccinated. Yeah. They're still requiring the police and the nurses and firefighters to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And there's no medical proof anywhere that the vaccine stops COVID at all. Right. But there's tons of proof that we've talked about that how it can hurt you and kill you. Mm-hmm. And make you so maimed you wish you were dead. Yeah. And and it's not just doing the elderly. Oh, you know, I hear even on Fox still. Uh, I won't mention the people, but even on Fox and some of the commentators, the, the anchors, they still say, "Well, you know, I've been vaccinated, and yeah, I, I'm not going to get vaccinated anymore." But that's up to you. Mm-hmm. You know, they should be saying. Don't get vaccinated. You're crazy. If you get vaccinated, you're going to kill yourself. Right. That's what they should be saying. But uh-huh. no, they're saying, you know, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's up to you. I got it, but I'm not going to get any more. I don't need it. I've got an immune system. I've had COVID. That's great. Right. But, but to, to just kind of like wash over it, it's a death shot. You might as well go into a prison and put on death row and let them give you a lethal injection. The only difference yeah. is it takes a little longer, mm-hmm. and I and the cancer rate's going to go up. Uh, miscarriages are already going up. Children are dying. Athletes are dying. And somebody told me, I think it was on our show, we got a comment a while ago that I don't see a lot of people dying around me. Well, yeah, they are. You just don't know about it. Right. I had a guy at work, uh, my coworker's uh, wife is a teacher, English teacher, at a high school here. And they had a guy who was in his 50s, out of nowhere, just dropped dead. Mm-hmm. There's another teacher at one of our high schools, just dropped dead. I didn't ask why, what happened. But I keep hearing of people. I have friends and acquaintances and coworkers uh, that all of a sudden just get sick and are right. out three months in intensive care, and then they come back. For no reason. They've mm-hmm. never been sick in their life. And this is since the shot's been starting, was it been a year and a half now? Yeah. It started in December of 
I think it started November, December of 2021. So uh, it's been a year. Yeah, it's not like 2020. Uh, 2020. That's right, 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's coming up on two years. Right. And now all these people are just dropping like flies or getting sick. Uh-huh. Or I notice people who have gotten the shot, this is just my observation, they have this. Their pallor is different. Yeah. They, they're more yeah. gaunt in their face. Their skin color is not, like, good. They've lost weight. Their body mass has kind of lost their body mass. Kind of mm-hmm. just they've gotten smaller. And I'm looking at people that aren't vaccinated that look normal. Right. Man, if, if, if people don't know now that the vaccine is bad for you and don't take it, I don't know what to tell you, folks. Right. Because it's not a good thing. You don't need the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is people got the vaccine are getting sick and are getting COVID or getting myocarditis or they're getting cancer. So now they're saying, well, you need to have another fa- – you need to have a booster shot. Yeah. You got COVID again, and the reason you're getting COVID is the vaccine wore off. Bull, bull crud. It hasn't wore yeah. off. It caused the very thing that you have. And just use common sense. You weren't sick before the shot, and now you're getting sick all the time and weak. Mm-hmm. So just stop taking the shot. And and if you've gotten the shot, like we mentioned in shows previous, um, uh, what are the vitamins? Vitamin C, um, vitamin D. D. D, yeah. D, different. Zinc. Uh, zinc, yeah, yeah. Things like that. And um, you can uh, make yourself feel better. You can get healthy again. Right. Um, you know, so anyway, that's all I got to say on, on the subject. I'm uh, done with that. If, I'm not yeah. sure what you want to talk about. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, um there was a, a doctor I was listening to the other day, and he was explaining how this thing works, uh, especially with cancers, because he was he made a statement that just blew my mind. He says people are being diagnosed with stage one cancers, and two weeks later, there you have stage four cancers. You know, wow, that's and, bad. Yeah, two weeks, and wow. um, man, it's just it's amazing. And uh, what he explained was that the, the, you have T cells in your body; they're called killer cells. And they, they find something in your blood or in a cell, and it, they, they destroy that cell or they destroy the thing that's in your blood. And you have millions or billions of these things in your blood, okay? Um, probably millions. I don't know if billions is quite a high number. but um, So what this thing does, what the va- vaccine does, or I, I hate calling it that, what the kill shot does, um, it kills the T cells. So the T cells that have been fighting off cancers and keeping them growing slowly – if not making them go away altogether, um, are not there anymore. And the cancer says, whoa, this thing that this thing that was against me, you know, it, it's not here anymore. I'm just going to go to town and take off. It's kind of like when they, when they bring a, a strange species of fish from, say, Asia or something <laughs> like that, and they let it loose in, in, in America somewhere, that thing doesn't have any natural enemies. And those mm-hmm. fish take over lakes, and, and they, they kill all the fish mm-hmm. that were in there. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what it's like. It's a it's a, um, a species that fights against the body and against the T-cells. And and I thought that was amazing. Have, being a cancer survivor myself, I said, I can't, I can't imagine. I think it probably took a year for my cancer to get bad, you know. But two weeks, three weeks, 
That's fast. That's really that fast. Is, that's amazing. Yeah. And, if, and that's just that's just cancer. What about all the other things that, that are in this world that come against your body? You know, bacteria, um, fungi, you know, infections. Uh, what are they doing to people? You know, and and uh, at the same time, this thing is building up, like you mentioned earlier, blood clots that look like, I um, can't remember what you called it. Um, uh, silicone. Silicone. Yeah, it looked like silicone mm-hmm. in the veins. It like white silicone. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. It's it's just really scary, and I man, every time I hear somebody took that shot, I pray for them. I really do because I think that's the only thing that helps people to survive mm-hmm. is a lot of prayer. Yeah, and like we've we've mentioned several times on this show, folks, if you've taken that shot and you you belong to Yeshua Hamashiach or the Lord Jesus Christ, um, he takes care of his own. Okay, um, I'm not going to say that nothing bad's going to happen to you because. He's got every each one of us have a, an expiration date, to, for lack of better words, and only God knows that expiration date. Okay, and if you belong to Him, when that date comes, you go right up to be with Him. Okay, so you know I, I've prayed for people for healing before Brian, and um, you know, and a, a year later they die, you know, of cancer or whatever, and I'm like, you know, they didn't get healed. Well, yes, they did. They they experience the ultimate healing, you know. They're in heaven now, <laughs> and which is something that you know we we long for, yeah. And, and will happen someday, soon. And, yeah. Um, I just um, it's it's just, folks. If you belong to Yeshua, he'll take care of his own. It's a win-win situation. He's either going to heal you or he's going to heal you, and. There's nothing to worry about. You know, I guess we worry about leaving loved ones and stuff like that. And that's a valid concern. But we got to remember that the same Yeshua that takes care of you and me takes care of our loved ones, too. Yes. And he's going to take care of them. Okay. No matter what happens. Um, and, and there's going to come a day in the last days where, um, where he's going to make everything that was ever wrong right, okay? Um, he's going to come back, and he's going to make this world into a beautiful paradise like the Garden of Eden was before the fall of mankind. And it's going to be like that for a thousand years. And there'll be a little bit of rebellion after that, and then a new heaven and a new earth, and that, there'll be no corruption there ever. So we've got so much to look forward to, so much to live for, so much to live for him for. And it, it kind of makes our, our little problem, our problems look little. It makes them look kind of insignificant if we can think of what's coming. Okay. And there's several scriptures, you know, uh, keeping our eye on, on Yeshua, the author and finisher of our faith. Um, you know, we're to keep looking straight, not to the side, not back, definitely not back. Um, so if we keep our eyes straight, and focused on him while we're walking, um, we're not going to trip. Nothing's going to happen. It's just going to, he's just going to take care of us and, and it's going to be a wonderful walk. And yes, there'll be adversity from time to time, but then he takes care of that. Okay. A lot of times we, we think, oh, he's not taking care of it. But a lot of times we get impatient waiting for God to do what he's got to mm-hmm. do. 
and we shouldn't be that way. Um, I was always a, uh, an, I've become an 11.59 and 59 seconds kind of person because, you know, I've watched other people pray, Brian, and they, they get their answer right away. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, and for the most part, except for maybe a few instances, I get my answer like five seconds before the top of the hour. You know, and I used to get so frustrated at that because I used to be a mover and shaker. I used to try to make things happen. Okay, God, I'll trust you for an hour. And then if you don't do anything, I'm going to do it myself. And, you know, those things worked many times, but were they really fruitful? No, they weren't because I didn't learn what I was supposed to learn. And I didn't experience the blessings that I was going to experience had I listened and just waited on the Lord. That's the whole thing is waiting on the Lord. And by not waiting on the Lord and making things happen myself, I became a self-centered believer. Okay. And I still have a little bit of that left. I'm not going to say that he's burned it all out of me. Still got a little bit of it left, but from that, especially now being retired and stuff, I just wait for things to happen. You know, I pray and wait, and man, it's been really incredible watching and knowing that (laughs) we've had money come in that we weren't expecting. We've had, um, we've gotten, had food when we didn't think we were going to have food or, you know, we were eating stuff that we shouldn't have been eating. Um, and it's just been miraculous clothes when we, you know, when we needed it. Uh, not that we went out early and got it, but getting the blessing and getting provision from Yahweh is a lot more fun and a lot more satisfying than going out and doing it yourself. So, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I think that's, that's valuable information, you know. And um, hey, Brian, we're at the we're at the uh, hour mark. Did you want to keep going, or? Yeah, it's up to you. I mean, um, how do you feel? I'm I'm okay. I just don't know if I have anything else to say. But you know, sometimes when you talk, it spurs me on. So yeah, um, I was gonna uh, uh, bring up something that's off the subject of COVID. If it's okay. Oh yeah, please let's go. Yeah, and it's about the electric cars. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, because okay, I want first of all, I'm gonna do a little disclaimer here because I'm gonna probably tick people off. You got an electric car, that's fine, that's great. I know people who got electric cars, and I'm not. I, I'm gonna get into the gas versus electric, but I'm. Here's what I want to say. I've been thinking about this a lot. Driverless cars and electric cars are instruments that will be used during the tribulation and before to control people. I've done a little research on this, and it's not just me. Even um, Tucker Carlson talks about this. They'd be very easy for them in an electric car if they're if you have a let's say. Let's just say uh, you're, you're, you're speeding down the road 100 miles an hour, and you decide, I don't want to stop for the police. All they've got to do is shut your car down. Right. And they'll lock the doors. Mm-hmm. And it's an electric car. They just unplug it. I don't know how the technology they do it, but they can do it. Right. They can track you with your cell phone. Talk to Mike Lindell. They got him at a drive-thru restaurant. How did they do that? Because he has a cell phone and it's got a SIM card. 
they knew where, they were tracking him probably for a long time. They knew exactly where he was going to be, and and it was that was no accident. Right. So with these electric cars and the driverless ones, like in the movie uh, I Robot with Will Smith, he had driverless car. Um, folks, it sounds great, but don't you want to have control of your own vehicle? Right. I can see if you're on a long trip going on I-5 in California, going to Oregon or coming down to L.A., that's boring. Yeah, you want to take a nap. But you're also giving up your freedom. Right. Technology to the point now, they're not just doing this for convenience of people. They're doing this. They want everybody in an electric vehicle. Why? So they can shut you down whenever they want. The power goes out here in California. Went out last week, a couple of weeks ago during the heat wave. They're telling people not to plug their cars in. Right. But I had glass in my car. I can go anywhere I want. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's gas stations, as you know, everywhere. Right. And then you think, well, I'll just plug it into my house. Well, the trickle chargers take forever. And if you're going to put in a quick charger, it costs thousands of dollars. So right. the money you're saving on gas just went out the door. And people probably know this, is that the batteries in these cars only last about eight years, ten years, some less, some yeah. more, but eight, eight, just say ten years. I got an old car out there that's 22 years old, and it's got almost 200,000 miles, and it goes strong. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have to go out and get a new engine. Mm-hmm. After eight years, they go out. Okay, and just a couple things here about this. I use a lot of battery tools. I have a Milwaukee cordless tools because I'm a yeah that's the way to go and so they're great tools and a lot of the battery tools are really good anyway uh I remember working on a job actually was in Oregon and uh, actually it was the brown house I was working on the brown house the brown house Uh is a little farmhouse I fixed up in Junction City Oregon and I remember I was in the house working and I smelled smoke my battery in the charger caught on fire on the deck that I just built wow flames are coming up 18 inches off the deck. It was next to the house. Could have caught the house on fire. The battery just went bad. It only had it a year. And the battery uh-huh. charger it just caught the whole thing on fire. Wow. It was a, it's a lithium iodized battery. Mm-hmm. What do you think's in these cars? You're sitting on a huge battery that's length of the width of the car. It's lithium iodized. And guess where the raw materials come from? China. Guess yep. how they get them? They have to mine them. Talk about it's destroying the environment, mining, and there's not a lot of lithium in the world. There's a lot of oil. We have enough oil reserves in the United States for three to 400 years under our ground minimum. Right. Not counting Alaska, uh, which is, you know, in the, main, in the main part of the state here, but in Alaska it's got even more. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing this up because everywhere I drive around here in part of California I live, um, I don't want to exaggerate, but I say – Three or four out of ten cars are are the electric cars. Right. Or the, or the Teslas. Excuse me. The Teslas are everywhere. And they're great. I know they're fast. You, you can charge them. You don't have to go to a gas station. But you're not saving the environment. It's costing you more to charge than you know. Uh, the replacement on those, every, every eight or ten years, you're going to have to either buy a new battery, which are $20,000. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on, uh, where did I see it? It was on the news, local news, or was, what was it? Maybe it was Gutfeld on Fox just two, three days ago. 
a guy went to go get in his car and he was locked out of his Tesla because the battery went out. Yeah. And it totally locked him out of his car and he couldn't get in his car. And he could and he had to get a tow truck to tow it to the dealer, but the dealer wasn't open and it was too far away to go anyway. He and he says, Yeah, I'm not getting another one. It's gonna cost me twenty thousand just for a battery. Forget it. Yeah. And the car wasn't that old. It was just a few years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing this all up because we're talking about stuff that deals with the last days of humanity. And right. one of the ways they're going to control you is through electric cars and driverless cars. That's mm-hmm. why they're pushing it so hard, especially in California and Oregon. California is crazy. They're pushing it so hard here. But there's not enough lithium to be mined to make a car for every person in the world, or especially the United States. There's just not enough. Right. And there's not enough charging stations. And then what are you going to do when the car battery goes out? And these cars start at seventy dollars to $80,000. That's what they start yeah. at. Even the used ones are fifty or sixty. And so most Americans, middle class and lower middle class, can't afford to even buy them. And then on top of that, what are you going to do? Uh, if an engine goes out in a car, an older car I'm talking about, older than the 2000, early 2000s, you know, it's $5,000, $8,000 for an engine. You're talking $20,000 for a battery that's only going to last you eight years. You right. get an engine in your car and you take and change the oil and keep the oil changed, it could last you 30 years. Mm-hmm. It could, literally could. No yeah. problem. Yeah, so, that's right. folks, these electric cars are nice. I know some of my friends have them and family. I get it. But it's a way to control you. And driverless mm-hmm. cars and trucks, it's a way to control. You, right. we we got to get our mindset off that the government is for us. we got to get our mindset off that big corporations have our back. They don't. You know who has your back? Mm-hmm. Your own family has your back. Your friends have your back. Loved ones Yeshua. Have your back. Yeshua's got your back ultimately. That's right. Right. So – if you have a electric, if you have all electric cars in your fleet, you have a couple of cars that are all electric. I would suggest to buy a gas-powered car, and I would suggest to buy an older one, not a newer one, because even in, now in the new ones uh, that are so computerized, they can still they can they they can kind of control the new gas ones. Right. Uh, they have computer chips which come from China. They can monitor you. Track even if you don't have your phone with you, they can track. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would say if you're a person out there that's a prepper and you know stuff's coming down the pike and you see it coming, which it is, 100%, you need older gas-powered cars in the 90s and the early 2000s that is in decent shape. And for the money that you buy for a new one now, you can buy an older one, put some money in it, and you have a new car, you know? Uh, we have yep. an older car. I want to get another car, but they're expensive. I put 10000 in my car, it will be like brand new. Right. It'll be brand right. new. And I don't have a payment. So, or the payment's mm-hmm. very cheap. It's not $60,000 mm-hmm. alone. It's just 10000 And I got to have a nice car. Yeah. I'm bringing yeah. all this up because I see them everywhere. They're really pushing them. And it's all about control. All this yeah. is about control. Our cell phones are great. Man, we can call anybody in the world. I can talk to – I mean, even now I'm on my tablet talking to Dave. It's awesome. 
But right. if I take this tablet and I'm out in the Sierra Nevada's backpacking and I have my tablet with me, they know exactly where I'm at. Yeah. They know yeah. where I'm at. And not only that, Google's got a search, and it's on in your tablet and your phones when you don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I get an update. Oh, you, here's where you've been for the last six months. And it shows me all the places I've been for the last six months. And I'm thinking, I thought I turned that off. When That's you turn scary. something off on your phone, is it really off? No, Probably not. Question. Yeah. You, you, can, you can turn off tracking and do all this stuff. And I did that. And I still was tracked by Google mm-hmm. Maps. Tracked me. Yeah. You were here. You went there. It shows you all the places where you went and miles and the time of day, the, t- the day, the month, the year. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing that? Because the tribulation is about to start, folks. Yeah. And this is how they're going to track people. Yeah. There will literally be nowhere in the world you can hide uh, with technology. If you want to hide, if you're gonna, if you're not saved and you're gonna be there during that time, I suggest you leave your cell phone at home and don't take it with you. Right. And don't take any electronics with you because they will track you in your car. And if you have an older car, probably not. But if you had but, the shot, they're gonna track you anyway. <laughs> yeah, if you had the shot, they're gonna track you through your blood system. That's so yeah. true. So if you haven't had the shot, you got a better chance. But uh, all this stuff with the cars and technology and the vaccines, all this things, these gadgets we have like at Best Buy, mm-hmm. it's all to detract us from what God's called us to do, and it's all to track us. Yeah. And they're tracking us now. And, like, I have a what is it, 75-inch TV in here I bought at Costco, um, a FISO, Viso, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a nice TV, but it's got a computer in it, and it's about two years old. If they want, they could be watching me right now, even though I have it off. Yeah, They can walk me through TV sets, even if they're off. That's right. The best thing to do is put a blanket over your TV set if you want privacy. Mm-hmm. And I remember I used to think people who thought this were crazy were tinfoil people and they're nuts. And but they're not. And even the old uh, analog TVs, before they phased them out a few years ago, they can watch you through an analog TV. Yeah. But now technology's changed. It's much easier for them to do through the new technology on new sets. That's why they don't sell analog anymore. It's yeah. not because it's because technology bypassed. It's because they couldn't. It's not as easy for them to track you. Exactly. And so and so they're streamlining technology. So they can track you. And um, uh, down here, Dave, what happened down here um, about technology? No, it was Colorado. This is last week. <laughs> uh, you can have it where the um, power company will come in and make you a smart home, smart thermostat, smart fridge, smart you know stove and oven. And they come in and they put a thermostat and all these gadgets in your house. Mm-hmm. And they did it. And it says, oh, you'll save money on your bill. We'll give you a discount and get a rebate. You're, your electric will be cheaper. You know what they right. did? People were not, uh, they got a, a flex alert in Colorado, maybe Denver, I think. And people were not turning their electrics off, the appliances off. And they at, got narked on. <laughs> and no, they shut them off for them. Oh. Well, they interviewed people. The guy went to go turn his air conditioning on and it wouldn't come on. And this little thing came up, says unable to come on. Uh, oh, flex man. So because he didn't turn it down to 78 or turn it off, uh-huh. the power company turned it off. Wow. For them. 
So if you guys have this technology in your house, like Siri, you know, Siri, turn the lights on. Siri turns the lights off. Don't Mm -hmm. you think they can control Siri to do it for them? Oh, sure. So, folks, get rid of that. Get Siri out of your house. It's like an uninvited guest in your house. Get her out. Just turn the light off with your finger. Just do it the old-fashioned way and get off the couch and just turn the light off. Oh, my goodness. Have we gotten so lazy we can't get up and turn the light off? (laughs) You know, I mean, I remember I had to get up and turn the TV off before they had remotes. Yeah, you had to move the channel, too. Yeah, it was irritating. Oh, I don't want to get up and do it. Now I'm spoiled. But Uh that's that's one thing. But to have a machine in your house that tells you, you know, oh, it's time to go to work. You need it. It locks the doors for you. It turns the light off for you. And it turns the hot hot water heater off at night to save power. You're just giving up your freedoms to the government and to big corporations. Well, just get know, rid of that. Now, cell phone, okay, I get it. You got to have cell phones. Just so you know, FYI, I got an iPhone. It's because the only reason I bought it is I couldn't afford to buy the phone I really wanted. But there's phones out there, I did research, that are almost unhackable. Right. They're, they're almost unhackable. They're, but they're, they're mm-hmm. cell phones that are three to $4,000. And you can get them where they're almost untraceable. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they operate, but I did a lot of research, and I just didn't want to pay the money. And right. uh, that's why I got the iPhone. I thought, oh, heck, the Lord's coming back soon. I'm not going to worry about it. So I got right. an iPhone 12. So, But you got to be smart. And even though we're not in the tribulation right now, which I think is going to start any time, um, they still are stealing your information. They yeah. still are tracking you. They still are. They know everything about you. You still can get hacked and lose all your bank information and, and identity theft. So make it harder for those people to do that. Mm-hmm. Get Siri out of your house. Get these electronics out of your house. And if you hooked up to the local electric company with all their high tech, get it out of there. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they will shut you down because they did in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I got to get that article. I, was, I couldn't believe it. I read that. But that's going to happen more. It's going to happen more and more. Yeah. You know, um, you're talking about cars, you know, and um, they even have it. Now, I know with uh, me the last five, eight years, um, they actually, it actually records everything you do. So if you speed, it's recording that. If you forget to wear your light or you ignore the the seatbelt warning. It'll it'll store that information. So if you get a wreck in a wreck, and you're going, well, I was just doing the speed limit, and I had my belt on, they could check the computer in your car and see that you're a liar, that you weren't wearing yeah. your belt, and that you were speeding. Yeah. And um, they, they do it through that port. And some insurance companies now even, uh, to prove you're a safe driver, they have you plug something into that port. And now yeah. they're doing it over cell phones. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, cars, and uh, I know down in California on high, Freeway 80 and on I-5 in the Sacramento area, um, I was driving a lot, and I, I noticed that there's the, there's these loops. They're a circle with two lines coming off of them, and each lane has one. And I got a chance to ask somebody. I think they work for Caltrans or something, and I said, what are those things? And he goes, oh, he says, he says that's, that's a technology thing. If, if you're, it hasn't been perfected yet. 
and they're not using it because of legal problems. But if you're speeding and trying to get away from the cops, the minute you get over that thing, they can zap your car and it just fries your computer system, you know. And that's one thing that they can do. I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, Mm -hmm. they don't have it up here that I know of yet. But, uh, you know, California is always looking for a way to impede people. But, uh, um, oh, yeah, that's where I was going. Um, You know, uh, a lot of people worry, and rightfully so, uh, we keep hearing that, you know, the Chinese might use a, a explode an uh, atom bomb in the air. EMP. You know, several thousand miles up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an EMP. That'll fry everything. Well, that'll fry your car, too. Okay? So the way to get around that is to buy a car or a truck that is 1973 or less. Because, Brian, you probably remember tuning up your car. It oh, had yeah. point, points in a condenser. You would p- replace well, those. and. Mm-hmm. And your plugs and stuff like that. And those those are more mechanical than they are electrical. And if there ever is an EMP, those cars will survive. Okay? So everybody that's got an electric car or a, a car that was built after 1973 or 4, I can't remember which one it is, uh, they're probably going to be fried and not be able to drive them. Um, and I've been looking around for quite a while now for something that's older. I don't care if it's a beater truck, you know. Um just to have something to where, if, you know, the, the nice truck gets fried, uh, I've got something, you know. But uh, I've always mused in, in my head and, and laughed about this. But, uh, you know, how if you're if people are 30 years old and are younger, yeah, probably 30 or younger, video games is their main life. Okay. Yeah. And I always thought that, man. You know, uh, an EMP would be a bad thing because it would fry all the cars and everything in this computer and the whole nine yards, unless you built a Faraday cage around everything. And But um, anyway, I can imagine what, what it will be like if that ever happens. You're going to have millions and millions of people, 30 and under, maybe 40 and under, I don't know what the age is, but that are going to be walking around like mindless drones going <laughs> – reminds me of that Star Trek <laughs> episode – Landrew, Landrew, what do we do now, Landrew? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's right. But, yeah. uh, you know, because AI, um, AI is very intelligent. Uh, there was a movie that came out back in the late 60s, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the computer was named HAL 9000. And the one guy, the main character, his name was Dave. And the computer would always talk, Dave, do you think that's a good idea, Dave? You know? And, uh, you yeah. Know, that drives me crazy when I watch that movie. But anyway, uh, so they, what they did is they knew the computer was, was on the fritz and that it was doing things it shouldn't have done. Actually, it was programmed to do that uh, on Earth before they left. But um, So in order to get away from this thing, they got in one of the pods because the computer couldn't interface with one of the pods. But what they didn't think about is the computer was smart enough to read lips. So while they're talking, the computer, Hal, is reading both of their lips. You know, they're, they're going to disconnect Hal, you know. So the minute they get out of there, the one guy, the, the computer kills the one guy. And then it, it stalks Dave and tries to kill Dave until they can, you know, um, deactivate the computer for the most part. But um, so there are so many, so many ways that that computers, artificial intelligence, electronics that they impede into our lives, you know, and um, you would have to go back to the horse and buggy days to get rid of that. 
excuse me. And um, so it's, we, we're going to have to be, as, like you said, Brian, as careful as you can. Um, the phone was a very good example, Brian, about, you know, shutting it off. And even then, can they, they track us where we're going? And I think yes is the answer to that. Oh, yeah. Unless you, you know. take the SIM card and throw it away. Yeah, exactly. And that's the only way. I think it's through the SIM card. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but I, I think also with uh, the newer cars, they could probably do it. If you have a oh, Chevy, yeah, right. and, Chevy and you have OnStar, well, that's just asking for trouble. Uh, I know. Totally, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because, you know, that thing will track you all over the place. Um, we have an insurance right now where they track our cell phones to see, you know, how fast we're driving and everything else just so we can get a better rate. And I think after a while you can get rid of the, the program off your phone and then they, they can't do that anymore. Uh, so I think anyway, but um, so it's, and I, I had a laugh because um, I got into a, a discussion. We'll call it a discussion with some guy, some very, a very narcissistic individual that uh, we were talking about during the tribulation period. If you want to get away, how do you do it? Or do you just fight from home or, or do you just give in and capitulate and let them kill you? <laughs> um, and he was, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to run to the mountains. And, I, you know, I've got lots of weapons and everything else. And I said, I wrote back to him and I said, you're fighting a 21st century war with 20th century weapons. It isn't going to work because they can get you with a satellite. They can they could probably zap you with a satellite nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not just find you, but zap you. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, infrared, they can, at nighttime, they can find you with infrared and, and everything else. And it's, it's a lose-lose situation um, unless you want to, you know, take a few of them out before they take you out. But um, anyway, so it's just something to, to think about, folks. It's something to, to muse about and to try to just go around your house and think of all the different ways that you're being watched or listened to. Uh, don't get paranoid about it, okay, because we're all going through it. It's not just you that the government's after. They're after everybody. <laughs> but, um, but you know, I, I am firmly convinced that those of us that know Yeshua, we can have it to where the Lord just, Yahweh just blanks those things out, you know, shuts them off like a bug detector kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he can go through our house and just shut things off if if need be. You know, and um, so anyway, folks, just live with the knowledge that he's in control and that no matter how bad it looks, it's not that bad, okay? And um, if you don't know Yeshua and you want to know him, get a hold of either Brian or I, okay? And we can tell you how to do that. Very, very simple. Um, It it doesn't encroach on your life unless you're uh, an avid sinner, but if you've been through, real quick, if you've been through life and life has just dealt you a bad um, deck of cards, so to speak, and you're tired of that, you're tired of living that drudgery all day long, every day, where you are you feel guilty of something, but you don't quite know what it is, uh, or, or whatever, you know, know that Yahweh loves you, he wants you to be part of his family, and that he doesn't turn around, turn away anybody that wants to come in. Okay, he wants to adopt you for goodness sakes. And if you're my age and you get adopted, that's incredible. You know, people our age, Brian, don't get adopted very much. 
But um, even if you're five years old and you're listening to this or 10 or 20 or whatever, um, know that you can be adopted and into God's family, into his kingdom, and that uh, it'll be the best thing you've ever done in your entire life uh, now and in the future. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, with that having been said, Brian, um, maybe we sh- – are you ready to – Yeah, I'm, go, I'm go ready. To sleep? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, folks, we're, we're going to bring it to an end. Uh, we've been on for an hour and a half, um, longer, I think, than we expected, and that's okay. Um, so we just uh, pray that you have a wonderful week. Let's see, today's Thursday. So until Monday when we have a, another opposing the Matrix. Um, and uh, just know, that actually, this weekend, have a, a very blessed weekend. And if you're one of those o, um, those Q fans that have been listening to all the stuff that might happen this month, just know that it doesn't matter, okay? I yeah. mean, it'd be good if some of the stuff that he's talking about happens, but if it doesn't, there's a purpose. There's a time and a reason for everything and every purpose under heaven. It says in Ecclesiastes, you remember that song, Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds? Yeah. Um, hopefully you remember that song. But um, anyway, so folks, we're going to bid you good night, and uh, may you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Be blessed in Yahweh, be blessed in Yeshua, and see, seek him out because he's seeking you out, okay? And and know that, and uh, just be blessed in, in Yahweh's name, Yeshua. Amen. Okay. Have a great week. Have, have a great have week, great. folks. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Hold on, Brian.